Okay, quiet on the set, everybody. Stand by. Roll camera. Speed. Roll sound. Speed. Market. And cue talent. Hello and welcome to another episode of This Week in Production. I'm your host, Art Aldridge, and in the studio with me, Thomas Yanidi. Hello. We're in the edit suite and we finished your independent short film, Voice of a Nation. Yes. And we're just doing the little breakdown now with the audiences sort of followed along from the, the shoot, pre-production, Eve shoot, post-production, yeah, very, shoot. Very quickly. And then the edit. Yeah, it's been, yeah, a lot of hours. Uh, it's gotten fast because it's a short period of time because we've just been pushing so hard to get this thing done because of the deadline, you know, the different deadlines. So so how do you feel now that it's been completed? Like, how do you feel about the piece? Well, this is, this is fun because... Uh, Four days ago, I thought it was a pile of crap. <laughs> because five days ago, I thought it was 90% done and great. Then four days ago, it was a pile of crap, which sometimes happens when you're making these things. And then uh, we both kind of talked about it, and I had to go back to the drawing board. And I, ha- I told you that it wasn't the film I had in my head, but it was the film it was supposed to be once I went back and reworked it. So um, now I feel great about it. I really feel really good about it. Um, I think, uh, I mean, honestly, if we had millions of dollars, yes, we could, you could keep going. Like we were talking about, you keep adding, 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 make it better and better and better. But I'm really happy with it. It's professional. Um, it, it looks, feels like a real produ- a regular production. And, um, the, the message I want to get across really, it, it really gets across. It really does. Yeah. And I think as, as you alluded to, I think no matter how much time you yeah. have, no matter yeah. how much money you have, right. I don't know as a creative person, if you ever feel like it's done, I can't make it any better. Yeah, I agree. I think you'll always feel like that. And, and knowing the limitations that you were working with, which is basically, you know, no budget and one day to shoot it. Yeah. And, you know, you did how many hours of editing on your side? I did uh, 80 hours 80 on hours. my side. Maybe and then you spent, you spent about uh, 20 or so hours yeah. with me. We did over, I'd say we've done 120 hours of editing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do. I think it, I think it's a good piece and I think it came out well. I think there's certainly things as a, an editor and as yeah. the DP yeah. that I would have done differently again if i had another shot or wished i could have done from the get-go but these are things that yeah like look like if we had real locations uh uh bigger crew crew, more lighting control we could shot laterally yeah if we had more time to do the pickup shots think i mean there's always that i mean there's always any project you're always gonna say that yeah that's it and you know i remember in the first podcast, it, it, we were talking about like uh, I've I've never had it where my my head came out to be where it was. It never. I don't think anybody has it in their head, and then it makes exactly that film. And and part of it is the is the process of um, collaboration. I mean, you know, so you you start off with something, and then through collaboration, film is very collaborative. Uh, you you like I like to believe that it's all me in the beginning. You know, like oh, I'm writing, I'm, dry, I'm I've had this idea in my head, but I know it's not. I know that everybody's in the credits, put a piece of them in this, 
And we did a lot together, a lot. And um, it's turned into, again, something I'm really happy with. But it, it wasn't... It wasn't what I had in the beginning, but it's, I think a lot of times it's better, you know, I think it's better in a sense that it, it does the job that I really wanted it to do. And I think the film I had in my head, I was, I've felt conflicted because I wanted to be more dramatic and more action and stuff, but it's not that it's not that film it, it's, but it's, it wanted to be informational. I wanted to be inspiring. I, I wanted it to, to move, of course, move along. I think that's what we worked at most. And, um, I think it's, it's what I, it's ultimately what I wanted to be. And I didn't see it completely in the beginning. Right. I mean, if you just gave up because it wasn't what you had dreamt of on, on, you know, the pre shoot yeah. process, you know, you'd have nothing. I mean, I right. think you, you do, you have to kind of fight your way through it. it it's a fight. It's it, hard. I had a couple of hard, I mean, uh, during the week, you know, after we spoke, I text you, I said, I think it's a piece of junk, you know, it's, and then I went for a, a long, well, I went for a long ride and I cleared my head and, um, I came back and I thought, you know what, let me, let me just start putting this back together. And, and then as it did, it just started coming together and coming together. And it was, I was like, Oh my God, this is great. This is, this is what it needed to be. And then I remember I texted you and I said, okay, it's, I'm happy with it. It's great. We got it. We got it back. Yeah. Because when we, when we left each other after the first uh, session yeah. in my studio, yeah. I wasn't sure you were going to be able to get the pieces you needed to finish. Yeah, I wasn't and, either. And yeah. there was some concern over the timing. You wanted to sort of get it out before the Brexit vote. Yeah, and then and they they didn't push. let us down. They did the same thing they always do. They 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 delayed again. Right. And the whole point of this, the show, how much they're delaying. You know, start going on almost four years, and so they didn't disappoint us in us being disappointed in them. And it worked out to our benefit as far as the film goes. What do you hope for? Now that the film is done, now that you're going to release it, and we're going to put a link in the show notes of the podcast. Yeah. Everyone in the audience could hopefully watch it and right. share their uh, opinions. But what are your hopes for it now that it's finished? Uh, you know, uh, I wanted to inspire and inform people, you know, who are really, you know, so, you know, from the beginning, all these people voted to leave. And it's not just them. I have a dedication to everybody in the world who doesn't feel like they have a voice. You know, they keep voting and then they don't get what they want. The politicians and everybody else uh, makes says, nah, that doesn't really matter. It doesn't count what we what we say count. And especially there, you know, they keep delaying the politicians there, the academics there, the elites there. They keep saying, yeah, you guys really don't know. You don't know. We know better for you. So the whole idea was to say, OK, instead of me just saying, yeah, we know better. It's like, well, here are the facts. You know, here's someone who knew who brought up all these points 30 years ago and it, 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 they're just logically laid out and you can see through time what has occurred. It's just a very, uh, very good description of, of, of why people voted this way. It's it, without any propaganda from either side and without misinformation, you really see the facts. And, uh, and if it can inspire and inform a few people who said, Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, I never knew that. I was, I was, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense that to be a union after World War II, God, there's major, you know, world war, and we had to pull together, and we're going to try to reform Germany, and uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But then you could see also how it stops making sense because of all these other issues that are just the human race, you know, all, that bring into it, you know, just these that all these real policies that start to uh, manifest from what was more of a utopian idea 
And so uh, that, that's pretty much it. You know, the really utopian idea like Star Trek, right? Star Trek, there's one country, there's no currency, you know, it's just one planet. Everybody goes, goes out into space for free. You know, it sounds great, but to get there isn't as easy. And that's kind of what, what this is about. It's like, let, let's just look at this logically. So did you, I mean, did you learn anything on this production? Yeah, I learned a lot. I what did you learn uh, on this production? Well, I learned a lot. You mean from production view or just anything? Any takeaways that you got from doing this process? Well, uh, you know, uh, anytime I do this, I, I go, God, why don't I do this more? How can I do this more? Because I just love it so much. Uh, working with you again, just been awesome. It just, it just, it's just great. You know, like I was a little rusty. You know, because I haven't edited anything serious in, in, in about a year. And so um, that was real nice to get back on that and started, you know, in 100 hours will get you good pretty fast <laughs> in 100 hours. Um, and then, you know, I, I did a lot of um, a lot of research on editing techniques because some of the things I wanted to do I, that were beyond my comprehension, not my comprehension, but beyond my skill set at that point. So I went and I and I. So now I have a lot more skills from where I even left off. And then as far as generally, uh, I've learned a lot about Brexit. I mean, God, I mean, pretty much, you know, so much, so much research, a lot about Thatcher, a lot about good. And I mean, I, I mostly I like Thatcher. I think she's great, but she wasn't perfect, just like nobody's perfect. So, uh, you know, there were some things where it's like, hmm, I wonder why. You know, that issue in Hong Kong, like what I'd love to find out why she made that decision in Ireland. That's complicated also. Uh, so a lot of people don't like her for those two things. Um, and then, of course, historically, finding out all about the start of Europe, you know, how did all the United Europe, how did it all started, how did it start to fall apart? Why all the different issues, the players. Uh, so that's fascinating. I love history. So learning about all that was really, really great, too. Yeah. What are the next steps for the film? The, the next steps of the film are uh, I, I'm going to get it out to – I have a media letter, some press releases. I'm going to get it out to a lot of different uh, media that would be accepting to it, of course. Um, that's one thing. I'll post it on, on YouTube. I'll post it on my own website um, and uh, see if we can get some, you know, some interest and some traction in it, t trying to tie into, obviously, the Brexit, uh, the Brexit delay, but also um, – the Crown, which is a great, well-produced show, um, this season, season three, they're introducing the Margaret Thatcher character. So I'm hoping that would really be great tie-in, people doing search for Gillian Anderson, who plays Margaret Thatcher. So as far as I know, Meryl Streep played Margaret Thatcher, Gillian Anderson played Margaret Thatcher, and then we have our uh, uh, Martha Gallo, who plays Margaret Thatcher. So uh, I'm hoping they'll get, get some of that traction, too, some of that interest, you know. Um, the show is really, you know, it's really a great show. So we'll see. A lot of people following it. Give me one thing that you came out better than you thought and one thing that came out maybe worse than you thought. Okay. Uh, well, not better and worse. Like, so so better. Um, Ex but what about expectation-wise? Expectations-wise, um, I thought it would move a lot faster, even though we had limitations of its dialogue based in the, in the, in the automobile, right? Um, so... The initial expectations were that it was going to move more, move along more than it did, and it didn't um, because it's it was just so informative. There's so much information in there, and she's rehearsing for a speech, so there's only so, you know, and they're in a car, so um, the expectations originally we were going to have another shoot day to do them out of the car and to 
get, where she's just about to give the speech in, in The Hague itself. That was my initial expectations. So that crushed me when I realized I, I couldn't, couldn't pull it off. There was just too many actors that we needed, too many more locations. It was just, it was too much. So, but now, um, because of the way we added the um, uh, historical clips, news clips and things like that, um, it, it turned out to be a great film and it was, it's different than what I thought, but it's, it's really, it really works because they interact with the characters. A lot of, a lot of the places are, they really just keep interacting off of each other and it keeps, it keeps that moving that we didn't have before that movement and energy. So, yeah. Let's, let's talk about some of the production hurdles that we, we had to face and overcome because yeah. there were quite a few that just due to the nature of, our production size and our yeah. budget that, you know, we couldn't have it be flawless. Yeah. And I don't even th think if you had a big crew, it'd still be flawless. Yeah. But yeah. some of the challenges that we had were uh, lighting. Yeah. We had, you know, so we're shooting in the back of this stretch limo. Yeah. And we had gelled the windows from the outside. Yeah. And that sort of worked. But as we started moving the camera in for close-ups, you could see some of the gel moving yeah. over the day from just the wind of, of driving because yeah. we were driving the vehicle yeah. on on these like um they're not private roads but they were sort corporate of corporate lots corporate lots yeah. uh, speed the speed bumps were speed brutal were killer yeah sound wise Somewhere. shaking wise yeah. and there were there were we kept driving over the speed bumps yeah. for some reason so that was not great yeah. uh, logistically but the so the lighting coming in and the, yeah. it was a cloudy day, so we did have some challenges just matching from take to take. That was tough, you know. But and we then, did. I mean, we did in post. I mean, we yeah. did, but but yeah. again, you know, in a perfect world, we would have had better artificial well, well, in balance. In a perfect world, we would have shot it driving. We would have shot it like they do in the in the shows and movies. On a stage, it's, it's or just something. a stage, and and you know that would but that would have been. Hundred thousand dollars. Sure. So I mean, that would have and sound would have been perfect because there would be right. no background noise. The sound was another challenge too because yeah. you have the rumble of the car. Yep. And we we tried to do, you know, these master takes. Yeah. From at least from the hero shot, Margaret's angle. Yeah. And we couldn't get everything we needed in one master take. Yeah. And that that take was still long. That was probably twenty minutes. Yeah. Or more, yeah. To get all the lines, and then we still needed to, you know, do pickups, and it was variations in the sound. The sound yeah. was a little bit of a challenge. We didn't have anyone doing additional sweetening. We just did it all here. And we didn't have a script supervisor, which which killed me. A script supervisor would have been would have been awesome. Great because they could have made sure that we had good takes. Yes. On each angle, what yeah. what we wound up having to do was pull dialogue off other angles. Where we didn't necessarily have a, a match on action. Some clean. Yeah, we didn't have clean dialogue. So we had to cut. And then cutting away when I didn't want to. Right. Like we had to cut forced, away. Yeah, we were forced to cut away. Sometimes, we, sometimes we'd cut away because we wanted to. Sometimes we had to. And I didn't like that. Uh, also, background. Uh, we're shooting in 92. The, the, the story takes place in 92. We're in 2020 almost. And so anytime we had a car or a American street sign or something like that. We couldn't use That's the shot. That's a huge challenge in any production. Very I remember tough. my friend did a, a film set in the 80s that we shot in the I remember early that. 2000s, and it was a challenge yeah. with everything. So, yeah, that was difficult to because we had some angles we wanted to use, and we couldn't take that particular yeah. moment because it was something in the background that would have given it away. Yeah. 
which was frustrating. And then the lack of coverage, I think, would have been something I would have liked to have spent a little more time getting some pickups. I agree. Some cutaways. Yeah. Alternate so, angles. Of, I really wanted the depth and angle. I really wanted the, instead of two to two constantly, I really wanted the, the one to three or the two to four shot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but we just couldn't. We couldn't squeeze it in the car because we didn't have a half a car. Right. Like when you're doing this, you know, on a lot, you're, you've got a half a car, you know, either this way or this way. We, we didn't have it. Right. Now we, we cut this, we shot it 4K anamorphic yeah. on a GH5 and we edited in a 1080-23 timeline. Mm -hmm. So we used the optical zooming yeah, thank to God. give us yeah. some angles that way. Yeah. But if we had more time, more budget we could have spent a little more energy getting cutaways that would have been nice as an editor yeah i was missing the richness that you get from building a story from different angles yeah i i, I did too visually but i mean i think i think we really overcame it we did and the clips the news clips really helped help with that too you know where there would have been a cutaway or something we'd cut away to that and then we came back in so i'm happy with that um the other thing uh but losing hair and makeup the night before was just a killer because it started the whole thing off with it's always stressful that you're coming into this thing and you're so stressed out but it, it i didn't need that extra stress and i didn't need to have all that extra time i had to allocate to trying to find someone i could have used that for pre-production right and a lot of other logistics instead i was driving all over the place trying to find wigs and trying to find someone to come in and making phone calls and sending out emails and text when i could have used that time to prep you know, more right. efficiently. Right. And then we, you know, we, I didn't really get the hair I wanted, but we did a pretty good job considering we had to do it on our own. I mean, you, that was, I mean, you did, you literally pulled that out of your, did. your butt. Yeah. I don't know how I did that. I channeled my daughter who's a hairstylist. It was unavailable for the shoot. She was working. Um, and that's the thing. I mean, when doing something like this and you're not paying people, you know, like a regular movie, you're, you, you can't pull them away from their real, like her hair and makeup. She has right. a real TV show that she has obligations to, and she makes very good money. And so I, I couldn't blame her for having the last minute they called her on. Well, you did blame her, but I did blame you her, but I can't, I can't, I can't, can't stay any. mad at I can't her. can't stay mad at her. No, no, I love her. I can't, I can't, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's great, yeah. But I, I think overall, even though we did have all these hurdles, but but I think it's important, you you always, like I, it's been a while since I did an independent film type production. Yeah. And so you sort of forget all the little stress things. Oh yeah, and it comes back to you, and you know. Yeah, I, I that that the, the the film I did where it was the first AD on the uh, the first American. I think I told you this. It, it was the best experience I've ever had. I knew that's what I wanted to do all the time, like be on it, make these films. But it was also the most stressful. And I told you, I got sick from the stress and the t how much time. I mean, I was physically ill when we wrapped on that because it's, it's so people don't understand how much you do, but people don't understand how much energy and stress and, and time it takes to make these things. And it's just, it's a killer. If you're not eating right and getting some rest, you're, you're dead. You're done. And if you're taking the first AD position, which is maybe the worst position on it's, any film it's set. It's pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. I give those people a lot of credit. I, I, I have a new respect. Yeah, for especially for people in those big films, like where you see First AD on like uh, The Last Samurai, the Tom Cruise's. Uh, uh, it, it's just, 
I hear it, but they've been doing it forever. I saw some interviews. I forget the guy's name. He's done all like so many major films, but I mean, it is just, it's stressful. It is stressful. It's just, it's kind of thankless too. Yeah. It's a thankless job. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so it was, uh, it was, it was a major effort. It's been a major effort, but it's also been a major, I mean, time goes by like it always does. I mean, I got here, we did what, 10 hours today and we did 12 hours the last, the last edit and it felt like two hours. Honestly, it just, it goes by so quick and I could keep going. I mean, I'm exhausted, but if we ate, I'd, we could go and we could just keep going. The problem is you could keep going and going and going yeah. and just run out of juice. You yeah. Know? yeah. yeah at some point too, you get a little fatigued. And yeah. sometimes I think you watch it so intently, so long, you actually can't look at it objectively anymore. No, no. You're, you become hyper-focused Well, I was on doing that things. today. You remember I was like, oh, yeah, I with the credits, they cred- I know. I just, I, you know, and we're, we're, we're going on about fonts for 45 minutes, you know, so. So what's next for you now, Tom? So the, the film is done. Yes. What's your next? <laughs> what's tomorrow look like? Tomorrow I'm digging a ditch. <laughs> yes, I'm a day laborer. <laughs> You're not making a joke. I'm not making a joke. I really am. I, I spent three days, uh, not yesterday, but the last three days before that, literally moving 17 yards of dirt, filling in a big hole that used to be a pond. And uh, just hard labor, and then I'm back to it tomorrow and Monday. Um, it's rough, so uh, I'm back to that and um, fighting the mental mental game, trying to stay in it mentally and figuring out what's next. You know, I'd love to do this more, but I don't know where I'll end up. Maybe in one of my many past lives, past careers, um, I may end up in one of those careers again. Uh, but I'd like to. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. It's good. No, UFO might be me, <laughs> might take me up, <laughs> save me. <laughs> That's about it. Are you looking to the stars? I'm looking to the stars. Okay. Yeah, I really am. Yeah. Well, it's done now. Yeah. I give you props, mad respect. Thank you. You you had a vision. You had a dream. You didn't let two years. You didn't let yeah. anything stop you from no. achieving it. No. And I respect that, and, and I think that's um, that's a good quality in a in a person. You're a quality person. Thank you. I think about that while I'm digging tomorrow <laughs> for fifteen bucks an hour. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I I hope I have a something. Good sense of humor. I hope something works out for you. Maybe someone out there will hire you yeah. and uh, give you a good paying creative job yeah that's great yeah we're, we're, we're like i said we'll get more of these things we'll do more of them. I, i'm not stopping so i'm gonna do more of these things. All right. yeah all right congratulations thank you thank you a lot very much that was a lot of fun it would be even better if you could add something to the conversation drop me an email at this week in production at gmail.com or even better call our new twip voice mailbox and leave us a message 601-564-TWIP. That's 601-564-8947. Also, a reminder that This Week in Production is available on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. So please subscribe to get every episode. Lastly, if you like what you hear, would you mind giving me a rating or a review? I'd appreciate that. Okay. That's a wrap on this week in production. Thanks for listening.